Um, welcome to Praise and Prayer tonight. So it's fairly informal as usual, so there's lots of uh, the flow of it will be uh, music and scripture and times of quiet for us to come before the Lord. We're really going to consider tonight different aspects of who our God is. We'll come back to that in a minute, but um, if you want to stand and sing, stand and sing. If you want to sit and be quiet and reflective, then do that. Um, I'm going to leave little pauses periodically between uh, songs. If you want to, if the Lord gives you a bit of scripture to share into that, then feel free to pray or praise. Uh, But if you want to sit and be quiet, also feel free to be comfortable to do what you want to do. Because we just want God to minister to us tonight, don't we? As we consider who he is. And actually, as we consider who he is, the idea is at the end, we'll spend a little bit of time, 10-15 minutes at the end, uh, praying for our world and praying for one another. But it will be great, won't it, to have just considered and be reminded who is the God in whom we pray and in whom we put our trust. Um, so it's a praise and prayer. Feel free to be sit quiet or to stand and sing when you like. Um, as always, isn't it amazing how God speaks to us appropriately through our daily devotions? So I knew I was doing praise and prayer tonight and sat by the pool reading this this morning. I thought it was such a good introduction. So um, this is my daily devotion this morning. It says this, Through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. That's Hebrews 13. Uh, And the writer of this devotion says, We often interpret the sacrifice of praise mentioned in the verse for today to mean nothing more than praising God when we do not feel like praising him. And that can certainly be a type of sacrifice. But I believe the writer of Hebrews is actually making reference to the Old Testament sacrificial system that required the blood of animals to atone for people's sins. We, however, live in New Testament times when we no longer need to put slain sheep and goats and bulls on an altar. Instead, the sacrifice, the offering God wants us from, from us today is to hear right words coming out of our mouths. Uh, Just as the smoke and the aroma of the animal sacrifices went up before his throne under the old covenant, the praise from our hearts rises up as a sacrifice before him today. And in Hebrews 13, 15, the Lord was really saying, the sacrifice I want now is the fruit of your lips, thankfully, acknowledging me and we need to apply this scripture to our everyday lives making sure we speak God's praises every chance we get we need to tell people about all the great things he's doing for us we need to thank him and tell him we love him and in our hearts and with our mouths we should say continually Lord I love you Thank you so much for everything that you're doing in my life. Lord, I praise you for taking care of everything that concerns me today. And we need to be people of praise, acknowledging God constantly and at all times, continually offering up to him 
the sacrifice of praise. And that's what tonight's about. We're going to offer up a sacrifice of praise. Let me pray for God's leading and his presence tonight. Father God, we thank you for this beautiful evening. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you that we're able to worship freely in this place. Thank you for the beauty of Long Crendon, Lord. And thank you for the fellowship of brothers and sisters in this building tonight. Thank you that we are your church. And we're here tonight, Lord, to lift up our sacrifice of praise to you, Lord Jesus, tonight. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will be present. You will guide our praying, our singing. Lord, we want you to touch our hearts Wherever we are, Lord, in our our relationship with you, we pray that you would take the words that we read, the scripture that we read, the the words we sing, the the prayers we make, Lord. Father, would you touch our hearts tonight and take, we want to leave this place tonight, Lord, with a, a greater awe of who you are as we consider all aspects of your character, Lord. So please be present with us tonight and please accept our sacrifice of praise as we praise you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we're going to start on the first aspect we're thinking of tonight is God as creator. He is creator, creator, isn't he? He's our creator God. He who made, apparently, 350 million trillion galaxies. Uh, He made elm trees that contain apparently six million individual leaves. He made billions of human beings, didn't he? Each with unique faces and fingerprints and characters. He's made hundreds of species of banana, when one would have probably been enough. He's created creatures, hasn't he, that live in the deepest depths or on the highest peaks of the mountains. He's given us laughter and art and music and so much beauty to enjoy. He's given us waterfalls and beaches and sunsets and snow. And of course, the sun, the moon and the stars. And we read on Psalm 19, which you've got up there, Psalm 19, the first four verses, we read this. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. And day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech, they use no words. No sound is heard from them. And yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. And in the heavens God has pitched a tent the sun. God wants us, doesn't he, to look at his creation and see him, our creator God, behind it. So before we start singing, we're going to watch a five minute, uh, it's a worship song, and we're just going to be reminded of the beauty of God's creation, and then we will sing. Let's, thank you. Psalm uh, 102, verses 12 and then 27 says this, but you, O Lord, sit enthroned forever. Your renown endures through all generations, but you remain the same, and your years will never end. 
God has always been there, hasn't he? Since the formation of the earth or the universe, before angels, before mankind, he was. He's outside of time. He's limitless. He's unchanging. And his promises to us never change. He is today who he's always been and he will always be. And so we can trust him, can't we, to always be there for us. When we mess up, his compassion, his mercy for us never fails. God is eternal. He's unchanging. And he's always there for us. Let's, uh, another couple of songs where we just think of that eternal and unchanging God. that you are the Alpha and the Omega. How wonderful to know that you have always been and that your renown goes through all the generations. Lord, we're so thankful for that. There are times when we look around us today and we wonder whether uh, your renown, how long your renown will continue. Uh, But you have said that you have always been, that you will always and that you remain the same and your years will never end. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And the third aspect we're going to consider tonight is God God is holy, isn't he? He's holy. And we read in Psalm 99, verse 9, it says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. And then Exodus 3.5 says this, Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. To say that God is holy is to say that he's set apart, he's distinct from us, from anything else. There's no way that we can fathom all who he is. And to the Jew... Repeating something three times demonstrates perfection. Maybe we'll stay seated now, but when we sing God is holy, 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 we're saying he's perfectly set apart with nothing and no one to compare him to. He's sinless, he's perfect, and no words can adequately describe him. Let's uh, maybe sing uh, seated. In Hebrews 4.13, we look at God is all-knowing. Hebrews 4.13 says this, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. King David pondered this very thought, didn't he? When he wrote Psalm 139, he he said, Even in the darkness he could not hide from God. Even when he was in his mother's womb, God was there. It's amazing, isn't it? The the creator God who we've been worshipping tonight, the God who made the universe, was there before time. He's interested in the small details of our lives. Isn't that an amazing thought? And if you think that this God sees all, hears all, he, he hears our thoughts, doesn't he? So I thought we'd just spend another few moments of quiet, 
in confession, bringing before God, the God who sees all, your thoughts, your deeds, your fears, your desires, just knowing that God is there, He cares, and He sees it all. Let's um, spend some quiet time in personal confession. Thank you, Lord, that you are God who forgives and that you see our sin. And yet when we come to you, Lord Jesus, you deal with that sin. You deal with the thing that blocks us from a relationship with our Father. And we just thank you for that. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you reveal to us the dark aspects of our hearts, the deepest thoughts and fears and desires. Lord, we thank you that you've given us your Spirit to reveal the bits of us that you want to deal with. And we thank you, Jesus, that you dealt with all of it on the cross. Thank you that you cleanse us, and we pray that tonight you will have washed us clean in the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We're also uh, come before our God, who is all-powerful. Uh, Daniel 4.35 says this, all the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the people of earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? Wonderful scripture, isn't it? When we look at the world today, God's power is unimaginable. The power to speak a word and cre- create that universe that we were singing about earlier. And even Satan, who's at work in the world today, I love that verse in 2 Thessalonians, Satan will be overthrown by the breath of Jesus' mouth. God's power is unimaginable. And the mightiest politician with the mightiest army, he is nothing to God. And so your greatest problems, or the things that we fear the most, they're safe in our mighty God's hands. He even has control over life and death. Should we trust our all-powerful God? Let's stand, shall we, as we sing, above all powers. Our God is above. And our God is all-loving. John 3.16, that most wonderful verse is, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. What greater love can anyone show by giving their life up for their friends? Or a father who gives up the life of his son in order to save us from ourselves and to give us Eternity. You might not know this next song particularly well, but it's beautiful, so just enjoy it as we consider our loving God. Lord, we just pray that uh, tonight you will have heard our songs of praise. Uh, we thank you that we can worship you, uh, our Creator God, our Holy God, our, as we just been contemplating there, Lord, our loving God. I pray that uh, we don't leave this place without a fresh sense of your love and your direction in our lives. And Lord, if there are any amongst us here today that don't know you, Lord, I just pray that you will have been speaking, touching hearts, so that we we leave this place changed. Holy Spirit, we just pray that you fill us now. Fill us with your love. 
And may that love spill out of us, Lord, so that the world that we're living in will see the love of Jesus in us. Amen. Sometimes when we pray and the Holy Spirit prompts us, doesn't he? And sometimes we're given scripture or just a bit of insight and uh, maybe there's some of us here that maybe God was saying something, so I felt we would say something. But Nigel, you want to say something? Yeah, um, the last song, um, it's a wonderful song, it means a lot to us. And so often on that I'm thinking about the faithfulness of God. What a faithful God have I. And even in our short lives we've been able to put his faithfulness to the test. But actually as we're praying now, it was another phrase in there that um, really just came to mind. And it was, I find rest in your presence. And I, I, we got to the point where we'd been praying and actually I thought, nothing else to pray, but I'm in God's presence. And actually in his presence we should feel overawed by his holiness. We should feel crushed. But actually because of what he's done, we can find rest in his presence and fullness of joy. And that's something that's actually not just a passing phrase. That's amazing. That's impossible. And yet when we look at the turmoil of the world around us, when we look at everything, when we look at our own failure and our own weakness, we can still find rest in his presence and fullness of joy. What an amazing God. Thank you, Nigel. Yeah, as we were praying, um, I got a real sense, I got the word fear, a real sense of somebody here, or maybe several people, fearing uh, too much. And we've been considering this big God, haven't we, tonight? And there's a piece of scripture uh, in... 1 Peter 5, it says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So if you're fearing, uh, if you're overly anxious, uh, don't leave tonight without at least speaking those anxieties and fears out. And uh, we should just rest in his presence because we can cast our fears upon him who loves us. And who can do something about it? So yeah, cast your anxiety on him because he cares. Did anyone else want to share anything tonight? Was there a piece of scripture or a piece of revelation of we were praying? Or should we move to our last section? I thought we would uh, just close as we go out into the world. I don't know, when you look at the news and you see war and disease and horror, it's very easy to forget, isn't it, that God is on the throne. Jesus, Jesus is on the throne. So I thought we would uh, go out with this lovely song, King of Kings. But if we put up... I'm going to read Revelation 4, 1 to 11 to go out with. Uh, I've only put the last few verses on that screen. But let me read Revelation 4, 1 to 11. Just, it's a picture of Jesus on the throne. And I want us to leave this place tonight being reminded, whatever we see in the world, our wonderful, loving, almighty God, our King, is on the throne. And it's He who we worship. So Revelation 4. After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. And at once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne of heaven, with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby. A rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders, and they were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. 
And from the throne came flashes of lightning, rumbles, peals of thunder. And in front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing. And these are the seven spirits of God. And also in front of the throne, there were what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. And in the center, around the throne, were four living creatures. They were covered with eyes in front and in back. And the first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. And the fourth was like a flying eagle. And each of the four living creatures had six wings, was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. And day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne. And they worship him who lives there forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and they say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honour and power, for you created all things. And by your will they were created and had their being. Let's go out with that picture of Jesus on the throne and with all of creation worshipping him. Let's uh, stand and sing this last song, King of Kings. Yes, Lord, we declare tonight that we are here to serve you, and we pray that you send us out this week full of your power, full of your love, and trusting in you, Lord, our mighty, all-loving, all-known, all-powerful God. Send us out, Lord. Give us a chance to share that love and share your word with those at work, in our families, with our neighbours. Lord, may we see you living in our sense and to serve you this week. Amen. Amen.